Hey everyone, and welcome to the Women Invest in Real Estate podcast. I'm Grace. And I'm Amelia. We're your hosts, both full-time real estate investors on a mission to empower women through real estate investing so they can live out their wildest dreams. Whether you're just dipping your toes into the real estate waters or you're a seasoned pro looking to scale, you're in the right place. We'll be your real estate besties as we talk about our experiences, insights, the nitty-gritty details of our day-to-day lives, and of course, have some belly laughs. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Let's get started. Ever dreamt of diving into private capital with just $5,000? Well, dream no more. We're spilling the beans on raising private capital where you can lend or raise as little as $5,000 with Fractional. Join us on February 6th at 7 p.m. Central for a free virtual meetup. You can sign up using the link in our show notes. At the meetup, we're diving deep into the secrets of raising private capital from your inner circle. We're not just talking theory. We're breaking down an actual deal and giving you all the details about Fractional, your go-to app to collaborate and co-own your next investment. Real talk, real deals, all for free on February 6th at 7 p.m. Central. So secure your spot at the Raising Private Capital meetup now using the link in our show notes. We can't wait to see you there. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Wire podcast. Today, we are inspired by some recent stories in our portfolios. And we're going to tell you four times we almost quit because we keep it real. And Amelia and I were just joking that a couple times a year, you got to have that little freak out and you want to sell it all and be done. Once a quarter. But I was like, we're going to share four out of the 100 times that we've almost thrown in the towel. Well, both ones we have are pretty recent, so I can get started. Mine was like, honestly, two weeks ago. Wait, have I heard of this one? Yeah. Okay. Well, pretend you didn't. Oh, okay. Never heard it. I'll laugh and smile like I've never heard it before. I would appreciate that. Okay. So about two weeks ago, I have property manager, so I don't do tenant communication. My PM says, hey, somebody moved in. They're really unhappy with the unit. They want to move out immediately. It's a midterm rental guest. Immediately. I'm like, I'm selling it all. I'm selling everything. (laughs) I've got my phone out. I'm calculating how much equity am pull up the mls like what can i get for this piece of shit right i've got my deal calculator out like i'm selling this and to be clear this is my most profitable this is an eight unit that i have that is like by far the most profitable thing but they're all eight mtrs and they're all usually have pets And I've had a really hard time with people who don't have pets have been complaining about pets. And so the solution is we're going to put in our listings and in our leases, like there are pets here, like, please know, like this is a pet friendly rental. So my property manager tells me that tenant's not happy and it was actually placed through a agency. So immediately I say, okay, I'll call. This is my job. I'll step in. I call the agency first. I'm like, hey, what's going on? I can't get a hold of your tenant. She sounds really upset. We'd love to do anything we can do to fix this situation. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of it. And the agency was like, thanks so much for getting back to us. We really appreciate it. I think that she's not happy with the cleaning. So then I call the tenant. And of course, like I already had my freak out. I call the tenant. I'm like, hey, what's going on? We really want to fix it, blah, blah, blah. Basically get to the bottom of it. And it's because there was a singular cat hair and she saw that the other tenants had cats and she said that she could already feel her allergies setting in and she just wanted to leave. And I let her know like, 
like, hey, we got to keep your deposit since there's nothing we can do. She admitted it was out of our control. So I got the situation down immediately. But from how calm I was on that phone call, you would not know that 15 minutes earlier. It was listed on the MLS. It was listed on the MLS 15 minutes earlier. Literally. So wait, so a learning experience, your in-house property manager escalated it to you. And then so did you call her and say, hi, I'm the owner. Yes. Which I think is actually a good move because I think they feel really taken care of because it's like it got escalated and somebody else is talking to them. I don't think she was super nice to my property manager. I think she was pretty upset, like annoyed. Mm -hmm. I'm sure she just rolled into town. She doesn't love the unit and the condition and just immediately kind of probably lets loose on him. But Mm -hmm. I think he was very nice, kept it calm. So then I called. She was way calmer. I think she just needed a moment. And I even got her to like, we even came to the conclusion that like it's out of our control. I'm keeping the deposit. We're happy to let you move out. And she asked if we had any other units available. There you go. So you're going to hopefully get a keeper and move her into something else. Or did she move on? She went to a motel and she said, I got it for 30 days and I want a house if you have a house like in mid-February. But she had no idea. She about had me selling the whole damn portfolio. Okay, I feel like two of my stories that I was thinking of are tenant related like that one and then one is more like property related and I don't want this to be like a tenant bashing episode but right right right. Sometimes you just have to deal with unreasonable people and she didn't seem too unreasonable but my next story, I don't even know that I've told you the full extent of this. This actually oh. just happened. Another midterm rental tenant. So, here's the scoop. This is at my nicest property This is the property that I would live in. It's my short-term rental that's in Clear Lake. And so Mm -hmm. it's a super cute like cottage that we convert into a midterm rental during the winter months. So in November, we moved this woman in. She's a traveling nurse and she booked through her agency. Like her agency pays for the place for her. They signed the lease. They do everything. Well, there've been a couple minor issues with her where it's just like, okay, you're helpless. Like, I'm sorry. You're super annoying to me. (laughs) That we're tenant bashing. Yeah. I just, I can't with some people. Like, I'm sorry. The first day she got there, she stepped in dog poop. And we've never allowed dogs on the property, first of all. She has two dogs. I'm like, bitch, did you step in your own dog's poop just so you'd have something to complain about? Now, looking back, I'm thinking she probably did. She's just like one of those people that's trying to find something to complain about. And so she complained about that to our property manager. I'm like, okay, well, there's nothing we can really do about it. Like, I don't sorry you stepped in dog poop when you were out like whatever my parents were just there last weekend doing yard cleanup and they didn't see any so I don't know what to tell you but then like a month later she reaches out to me she apparently had messaged my property manager the night before at 9 30 p.m and said hey I don't have any hot water and my property manager got back to her the next morning at like 6 30 a.m and was like okay we're gonna get somebody out there right away well in the meantime the 10 had contacted her agency and her agency had contacted me and was like, hey, this lady says she hasn't had hot water for three days. She needs to get hot water immediately. So of course, I'm like, this is the first I'm hearing of it because I don't deal with tenants anymore. So I contacted my property manager. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, she literally just messaged me for the very first time last night at 930. I have the paper trail right here. I already have someone scheduled to come out and get it fixed. So I'm like, okay, this lady's just like 
kind of batshit. Like, she just makes shit up. She just, like, kind of lies. So, like, I've already had it with her. We had it fixed that same day, 9.30 p.m. It was fixed within 24 hours. So now we get to the absolute nightmare weather that we've been having in Iowa, which is negative 40 degree wind chill. It's just beyond freezing. HVAC systems are having a hard time keeping up. And this little cottage heating system is we have two forms of heat. We have a mini split system, which provides heat and AC. But if you know anything about mini splits, they decrease in efficiency the colder it gets. So once it gets to like negative 15, their efficiency has decreased quite a bit. But there's also radiant heaters in there, which are similar to baseboard heaters, but a little bit different. They're more efficient. You can look them up. So we have two systems of heat in the cottage in case it gets super cold. Well, it's been super cold for a while. And so the mini split is having trouble keeping up, apparently. So I guess she emailed my property manager on Saturday. And my property manager didn't get back to her for a few hours because she was out of the country. So we've also updated our procedure when Sarah goes out of the country now to like, okay, I'm on the horn here for that. But basically she didn't get a response. So she starts emailing me. I'm not exactly the person you want to contact just because I have a very little patience. So she's emailing me and I'm like, hey, it's negative 40 degree wind chill. She's like, it's 65 in here and the heat's not keeping up. I'm like, it's 65. That's not terrible. I was Um, just gonna say my house was just 65 yesterday. Yeah. I'm like, that's, that's nothing. And in Iowa, the law is that you have to keep it at a habitable temperature Mm -hmm. and there's no set guideline. There's nothing that says a specific temperature. And to me, when it's negative 40 out, like 65, that's okay. Okay. Let me, can I make a guess here on who pulled up the landlord laws? Yeah. Was it her? Yes. Oh, okay. She tried to pull up the landlord laws on me. And that's when I was like, you're gone. Like, (laughs) which I can't retaliate, but I was like, I implemented the happiness agreement. So basically I was like, hey, if you want to get some space heaters, we'll reimburse you for those and we'll get someone out to look at the mini split but I'm going to tell you they're not going to be able to do anything because it's just the efficiency of the system well and you're not even joking about the negative 40 like it literally was negative 40 wind chill that's not an exaggeration it was beyond cold yeah no I'm not exaggerating like even in Texas it was was like negative like it's just crazy it was so cold that my dad dented his new truck on the snow so cold I'm like you're so unreasonable right now like I can't believe you're even contacting me. This is the other thing. I told her like two or three times, hey, I'm out for dinner at my anniversary and I know this isn't about me, but it's like you're like a 55-year-old adult. You're not self-sufficient enough to be able to kind of figure this out on your own. We were out at a $300 dinner for our anniversary. I'm like and you ruined it. I couldn't eat anything the whole dinner. <laughs> I was pissed. I was so pissed. You were having your plate I was just dead (laughs) silent I was like I'm so sorry Mike like I just can't think about anything else he's like she's crazy like don't worry about it he you know you're fine. No, he, and he's an attorney. So he's like, no judge is ever going to rule in someone's favor over something like this. But in that moment, you're so upset and you're like, I'm selling it. I'm over it. Oh, I was I so mad. This anymore. Exactly. That's exactly what I was feeling. And it went so far as like, I just started 
documenting everything like with her agency. And first of all, we had an HVAC person come out. She did get space heaters, but she wouldn't leave them running when she was gone, even though they were brand new, which whatever, some people are nervous about that. But the HVAC guy was like, yeah, you, you totally can as long as they're in the middle of the room, like nobody cares. But she was like, the HVAC guy answered the door and he goes, she was in shorts and a t-shirt. Oh my gosh. He said it was like 75 in there. Cause, but because she had her space heaters going, but I was like, she just could not be pacified. Like she was just like, no, I'm, I'm blah, blah, blah. you're not, you're not providing safe housing. I'm going to let my agency know that this isn't safe housing no. in the winter. And I was like, this is literally my nicest property. This is a great cottage. Like, yeah, I know that property. It is a nice property. It's yeah. Literally so like a beach house. Yeah. Like a lakeside cottage. I'm like, okay, you're gone. Like I basically told her multiple times, hey, well, we're going to let you out of your lease if you want to leave. It seems like you're not happy there like we were happy to let you out well we ended up breaking our lease with her and of course that was a whole thing too because she couldn't figure out DocuSign I'm like it's literally the easiest thing in the world like she just wants to make things dramatic and difficult that's just her personality so basically I was ready to sell my entire 36 store <laughs> portfolio at that point but I, I'm also of the mindset like I was like your $1,500 a month is not worth it to me like you need to be gone immediately how quickly was she gone after that she was gone within like four or five days yeah. So how to end? You were like, you're not happy. She's like, yeah, you're right. I want out. Yeah. I said she kept complaining and kept complaining about things, even though we were like our HVAC guy said nothing could be done because it's literally negative 40 degree wind chill. Like you're fine. You can leave your space heaters on. She's like, just wouldn't do any. Like, she's just like, no, that's not going to work. I'm like, that's fine. We're fine to let you out of your lease. Please leave. Mm-hmm. And so that was the resolution. So now we're looking for a new tenant, but I'm like, you are not worth that headache. Yeah. And that's the hard part. And with my next door. What I had to learn is like, you're not going to be right. You're not going to have the last say. You're not going to prove it to them or stick it to them when you have a crazy tenant. Mm -hmm. And to be clear, we're not tenant bashing. Like 95% of the people I work with are amazing. I would say you and I provide great housing. We're very fair landlords. We really do try to be quality people. And I have gone above and beyond to help so many other tenants. That's why this makes me so mad is because I feel like we do try to go above and beyond to be good landlords and some people just can't be pleased or like we take good pride in our properties, like a lot of pride. So then when someone's like hates on it, it's like personal then. Oh, it's so personal. It freaking hurts. And it makes you so upset. Like, and that's why you just have to know, like, you're not going to win. And that's why you should just let them loose because there's not going to be a resolution. There's not going to be, and I told you so, or they're not going to apologize for being just incessant about, you know, their ridiculous demands. And that's something you have to get over. And it's so hard. It's so hard. The good thing is, is they're very few and far in between. Like that is probably one of your worst stories. Yeah. And and there's so much I love out and she was one of those that types in all capitals i just want to put that on the record she was she was she was one of those that would like type normal and then she would like capitalize the next three sentences i'm like okay you're done like i'm not dealing with you you're at a child Hi, ma'am. I just wanted to check in to see if your phone is functioning. I noticed that the senses keep going in all caps. I will say, I think that one thing that has helped and the one thing that saved me with the last tenant I just said is I picked up the phone and called 
Yeah. And I hate doing that. I'll be completely honest. I really don't want to call. I really don't want to be that person. And I just killed her with kindness. And I was completely over the top about like trying to help. And I don't know if that would have helped that tenant. She sounds pretty. It might have, but she was also just like batshit crazy. I definitely didn't handle it as best as I could. But at this point, I was just like over her. Like she'd already complained about certain other things that I was just like, just leave. And that's what's nice about having a bigger portfolio. And we were just talking about this yesterday. It's like once you get to a certain portfolio, you have the opportunity to buy your peace of mind. And so when you only have one unit, you can't afford to lose a tenant like that. But when you have a lot of units, it's a lot easier. So were you worried about a bad review at all? Nah, because she came off of a Facebook group lead, Mm. not even Furnish Finder, not Airbnb. So no, that didn't come in play at all. I was just like, that's probably why I handled it so poorly was because I'm like, what are you going to do about it? Okay, well, speaking of bad reviews, you know this Mm. story. I've hinted at it many times. This story is wild, but I learned so much from it and I've implemented this story. It was so hard to look in the mirror and say, what did I do wrong and what can I do differently? And actually, my stomach just dropped even starting to tell this story. because Wait, it's still fresh. It's like two years old. I didn't think it was going to be, but like, I know I'm going to tell the whole story right now. So like, oh, I'm already upset. Basically, 4th of July, like two years ago, I had like multiple tenants moving in. To be completely clear, I was still all over the place. Like I had a great rental property, but I didn't communicate super well with the tenant. And so she showed up when the cleaner was still cleaning. And it was like 20 minutes that she had to wait. This couple was mad about that. I didn't really realize it. I apologized. Then there was like, I can't remember if there was something else, but the final straw, I didn't realize they were crazy, was they asked me to clarify the address. And it's an up down duplex and for some reason they have two different addresses so like let's say it's 100 smith avenue the bottom is 100 smith avenue unit 100 and the top is 100 smith avenue unit 110 so like it's really confusing and dumb and they asked me to clarify and i clarified this was like a saturday at like 5 p.m and they just erupted on me via text messages about how they hated it and everything's wrong and i'm a terrible manager i'm like 22 years old at this point like 23 I remember sitting on that couch reading those messages come in through tenant cloud boiling (laughs) like my blood was boiling and I was like oh my god this is the craziest thing that's ever happened I had just renovated that unit it was such a cute apartment it had new carpet new flooring new paint like it was new and I told him to make maintenance requests I said, you need to make maintenance requests for your issues and we'll get to them. I was probably snippy. I wasn't rude, but I was probably short. So I could literally, I watched the maintenance requests come rolling in about 15 seconds later. I can see through the trail of maintenance requests that he's literally going through the house room by room, putting in these maintenance requests starts in the kitchen the faucet's wobbly the fridge is not leveled the paint is chipped like everything the sink in the bathroom if you lean on it it's a freaking (laughs) what's it called the sinks that are like attached to the walls like literally they don't have a base I'm like well no shit if you lean on it it's gonna move like what so I'm like all right honestly I don't even remember what I said but I think I waited a day to reply because it was also like literally a Saturday night and that Sunday night at like three in the morning before I'd even replied, they had left me like one-star reviews on everything they could find. Google profile, Facebook, Furnish Finder, the both of them at like three in the morning. So they were clearly hammered. And so I send somebody through, I send Brant through 
the next day to fix everything. Oh, one of the things was like the sink was missing, like the stopper, like just crazy stuff. And so I wake up and I'm like, boiling all over again I'm like you cannot like they just ruined all my reviews overnight I'm like everything I gotta delete all my profiles I gotta delete my personal Facebook (laughs) I gotta go off the grid like I I basically have to get rid of myself I I basically have to to scrub myself from the face of the earth yes I have to scrub my identity I gotta move (laughs) I'm moving to Antarctica where I'm gonna be a recluse is that even the word yeah (laughs) I'm joining a native tribe I'm getting rid of technology I'm selling everything everything like guys this was probably the most dramatic well he was like writing things like you're a sc- she's a scammer oh, she's yeah, he calling me a scammer yeah he was really coming at me hard your reviews are fake you're fake you need to I don't even remember and I was just like this is ridiculous so I basically ended up saying you're really not happy we fixed everything you're really not happy I want you to move out and they just kept complaining and didn't ever say anything about moving out so then eventually I said I'm ending the lease you have 30 days to leave and they did and they were pissed about it which is why are you so pissed if you hated the property if you hate it so me? much wait were they there for the full 30 days they there they were there for 30 days because it was a month to month so you it was able. Month month, so I ended it. They stayed. And I forgot or I didn't they realize stayed. they stayed for 30 days. Yeah. And just did everything they could. I saw he looked at my LinkedIn because on LinkedIn, you can see who looks at you. Yeah. Oh, forgot to also mention. I got these reviews and further threatening text on a sailboat in Greece where I have no service. And Brant was the only one who had service. We wake up one morning. He's like, hey, I really don't want to tell you this, but here's the messages we just got. And my whole trip ruined. My whole week ruined. I sent an email to my attorney. Oh, and he was like, I'm going to reach out to every hospital, every agency and say to stay away from you because you're a scammer. And I reached out to my attorney and I said, can you like threaten him and put a stop to this? Because, oh, 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 he was on my Facebook and left a bunch of crazy comments oh, to yeah. where people on my personal Facebook were saying, who is this person who went and trashed your Facebook page? It's like this 55-year-old drunk dude who's unemployed. And <laughs> we know that- nothing better to do. Nothing better to do. We know that because he'd always do it when he was drunk at like 3 a.m. And when Brant went to the property, there was beer cans everywhere. And oh, so that God. was what Brant was like, hey, you should probably see this. And so I emailed my attorney was like, can you do like a, I don't even know what it's called. Like, like a cease and desist. Me. Yeah. And you are slandering. And my email actually didn't go through because I had no service. And I didn't have service like three more days. So for like three days, I'm like, he's just out there trashing all of my social media, basically bullying and harassing somebody 30 years younger than him. Dude, you have to tell about the rats. Oh, so final straw. This was like a separate occasion. Like two days later after the first round of crazy complaints, he said there's a rat in the and a dead rat in the yard. And I ignored it. And I usually like on like Monday morning at 8 a.m. I was like, hey, I just got in my office. I just saw this if it's not an emergency. And I was convinced it was like a family of rats that he went and bought at a pet store and then like murdered them and left them in the yard because in his reviews, he took pictures of it. I've never had rats. They looked like pet rats or they were mice. They looked like pet mice. Why would anything be left in the yard and not devoured by the raccoons 
or whatever else dogs it looked like, like it was, they had been placed they were like placed they were like staged like right on the front steps I was like <laughs> what the heck this is crazy was so, so anyways I had to do a whole review of like okay my communication's got to get better here's my processes for move-in just because I feel like I could have avoided that but they were just so pissed at the move-in that they exploded on me and I probably could maybe avoided that so that was my lesson learned This is such a good lesson in like reviewing your processes when things go wrong and taking accountability for like what you didn't handle well and what you can do better the next time. And honestly, a phone call probably would have helped with them too. Yeah. But it would have because they just wanted to probably be heard. Were they complainers and crazy? Yes. But did they probably just want attention and like for me to fix it immediately? Also, yes. That's what this lady said. She's like, I wish I would have just been acknowledged. And I'm like, dude, grow up. I don't have time. But yeah, no, a lot of times people like that, they just want to feel heard. Mm -hmm. So, And that's a big lesson learned. All right. What's your final story? My final story is about the property itself. So I have an 11 unit apartment building here in Des Moines that I own with partners. And the city of Des Moines has recently implemented an addition to the rental code where any shared HVAC systems have to be separate and updated by summer of 2025. So right now, the 11 unit has three furnaces that service all 11 units. And this is really common in older buildings. Like I have quite a few triplex and quadplexes that are conversions that just have one HVAC for the whole building, but they're in different markets, luckily. But this one, I'm like, wow, that's going to be fifty dollars to $60,000 because I'm going to have to put mini splits in each unit because I want to do mini splits, not baseboard heating. Plus the whole electrical panel is going to have to be updated. Like this is a huge undertaking. Plus, in addition to that, you also have to have a certified HVAC contractor come to the property and do an inspection on all of your systems and make a note to like the city of Des Moines rental inspector that everything's in good working condition. I'm like, well, there's no way in hell these furnaces are passing because they're 60 years old, (laughs) which these things are beasts. These are bad machines, baby. You can hear them from a block down. Oh my God. They're (laughs) when they start like a (laughs) giant cauldron fire. A cauldron. I don't know why the whole house doesn't catch on fire because the flame those things put off is ginormous. But (laughs) no, they work really well, honestly. But we had an inspector out. My property manager coordinated this. I'm like freaking out because we have our rental inspection. We just had it today, actually. And so, but I'm freaking out like the two weeks leading up to it. Cause I'm like, these furnaces, like they aren't it. Like they're not going to pass, even though they work. Like I already know. And of course the HVAC guy comes, he's like, I can't pass these. They're way too old. They're all working. Well, one of them wasn't working, but it's getting fixed. Like it wasn't doing what it should. And I can't can't pass them. So I'm having a minor panic attack. So I'm like, great. Minor like, or major? I don't know. I was like, great. The whole property is going to fail the inspection. All my tenants are going to have to move out immediately. Like I'm done. I'm through. I'm finished. Finito. Which is not how inspections work whatsoever, unless there's like a serious issue. So, which to be clear, these had already passed other rental inspections. Yes. Everything was safe. Yes. Everything's fine in there. I'm just preparing myself for the worst. So I get on the phone. Here's where I did a good thing. I got on the phone with the inspector and I was like, hey, I can't find someone to certify these because they're so old. However, they're working. What can we do here? Can I? Mm -hmm. And so we talked through it and 
And basically it's a conditional today. We talked through it because I just had the inspection. They're issuing me a conditional rental certificate with like a note that I have to have all the HVAC units separated by summer 2025, which is for every property now anyways that has shared HVAC. So it's fine. It's good. Like we passed, but like, and just thinking in my head too, I was also just, I want to sell that prop. I was like, I want to sell this property because it's going to cost 50 to 60,000 to like make this update. Like that's mm-hmm. so much money. Then I talked myself back down off the ledge. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but this property is going to be worth like triple what we paid for it in six years. If we can just hold on, it's like killer location. I'll get a loan from the bank. I'll borrow money from a private money lender that wants to make 8% on their money. Cause this property makes so much money. Like, cause it's like almost all midterm rentals. I'm like, we shouldn't sell. Like we should never sell. But in the moment, you're just like, mm-hmm. you can't get past that oh, mindset. Yeah. You're just like, I'm selling it. I'm done. It's too much work. Yeah. And even with where I'm at now, I thought I was like over having those. Well, no, I just told you mine was two weeks ago. I literally was like, I'm selling it. Doesn't matter. We're done here. No, I agree. And it's like kind of like vulnerable to share these stories because, you know, we've been investing for a while, but I'm also just like even investors that have been after it for a while, they still have those moments where they're selling it all. (laughs) I'm like, how, how much can I make? And then can I just put it in like an investment account and just and then just go to Panama yeah exactly yeah no we share this because I don't like to preach you know like everything's rainbows and butterflies I know you don't either so we're trying to keep it real so if you appreciate this episode definitely share it and let us know we'll do more like it because it is vulnerable like I don't want to admit like my lowest lows in real estate but at least there's been enough time where I can laugh about it but Amelia I remember you would try to bring up the couple story with like the dead rat and I'd be like, no, no, we're not talking about it. I know. And you'd be like, okay, got it. And it was like probably six months before I would uh-huh. like acknowledge it. I would like broach the subject. Like, are we um, ready no. to talk about that yet or no? It's so tough, but it's but so hey, worth it. It's so, so worth it. And that's also why we have Wire, right? So you can have a community to lean on. And that's mm-hmm. why I'm glad that we have each other because we FaceTime and we're just, <laughs> this episode started because you FaceTime me like, you're like, we just need to talk. And <laughs> you were like, I'm selling it all. I was like, really? I was last week. I know. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm like, glad we're on the same cycle. Like, but you just told me you're buying another five flicks. Like, what are you doing here? You're selling it all, but you're buying something else at the same time. Honestly, the biggest takeaway is what we both said is what we do after. You made a new policy for when you're gone or when Sarah's gone. I made a completely new onboarding process for that very first incident. And then the second incident with the pets, now we're changing a little bit of our listings, our leases. It's all about learning. Definitely. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We're not selling, FYI. Yeah, we're not selling. Don't send me a mailer. All right, thanks guys. We'll catch you on the next one. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you loved today's episode, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to check us out and join our community at womeninvestinrealestate.com and follow us on Instagram at wirewithtwoeyes.community.